My favorite episode was their Thanksgiving promotion. <laughs> He's out of a helicopter. <laughs> They're alive. He thought they could fly. And the station manager says, God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> oh, no, they're falling. Oh, they're hitting the gun. This is horrible. <laughs> Live your life with purpose. Change someone's life for the better and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. In this episode, Dan, Brian, and Terry are talking about the importance of absolute truth. Now here's Dan, so let's get started. Well, a rare commodity in today's world is truth. How do you find truth? Is anybody telling the truth? It seems like in the media, in education, and politics, not only half-truth abound, but blatant lies. It's frustrating when you hear people and you know that they're telling lies and they're getting away with it. No one seems to hold anyone accountable. So where is the truth? In the Bible, the psalmist in Psalm 94.3 laments, How long will the wicked, O Lord, how long will the wicked be jubilant? So there's a quest for truth. People want to know the truth. Uh, my name is Dan Wheeler, and I'm joined by Brian Rowland and Terry Steen, and we're talking about absolute truth in today's episode of Finish Strong. Do you guys feel the same frustration that I do? I don't know who to trust. I don't trust the media, that's for sure, and a lot of other people don't either. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm within that same boat, Dan. I, I quit watching the news because of that, because I just I couldn't get the right answer from anybody, it seemed like. Every time I switched a channel, I was getting something different. It's hard to trust reporting nowadays, and it says, you, you mentioned earlier to us that only four in 10 Americans have a fair amount of trust in the media. Well, I did a little research, and even back in, in 2019, it's a, which wasn't that long ago, uh, it says that for people, in addition to their concerns about low and declining levels of trust in government, many Americans are anxious about the level of confidence citizens have in each other. Fully 71% think interpersonal confidence has worsened in the past 20 years, and about half, 49%, think a major dragging down such as trust is, is that Americans are not reliable as they used to be. So and I'm just talking about Americans there. I know this goes around the world, but it's the truth is uh, level. People don't trust anybody in, nowadays. And for that simple reason, I, I believe, is that nobody has faith in what people are saying. You guys remember that old program truth or consequences mm -hmm. yeah that <laughs> just came yeah. to my mind i mean if there's no truth there's going to be consequences isn't there right you know dan there's another thing uh, that i looked up and i saw is that there's four elements of, of trust and it's consistency it's compassion it's communication and competency and if you're missing any one of those then you've lost a person's trust and yeah. that's where the truth lies right there well, that is true. And Terry, <laughs> I think that, you know, what Brian's saying is when you watch the news, there is no news reporting anymore. It's right. all opinion. It's all editorial. I mean, who is just reporting the facts? Exactly. I was just going to mention that because everyone has a slant. 
I mean everyone. It doesn't matter if it's liberal, conservative, or who it is. If you sit and listen nowadays, you don't just get the facts. You you get a slant one way or the other, and then when they're wrong, they can deny that. There's the plausible deniability scenario, and no one is held accountable anymore mm-hmm. for the things they say. Yeah. We should be able to trust science, right? I mean, science is science. And so now what do we hear all the time in the news? It's like science is changing. We we don't hear the same thing every time. It just yeah, they doesn't trust the science, but it changes every day. They change <laughs> yeah. their mind on what the science is. <laughs> they, have to, they have to rewrite the science books every week. <laughs> you know, it's hard to find good news reporting like you used to get from Les Nessman, winner of the Buckeye Award. <laughs> it's just not the same, is it? Uh, My favorite episode was their Thanksgiving promotion. He's out of a helicopter. Frozen turkeys. <laughs> No, they were live. They were live. You thought they could fly. And the station manager says, God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> oh, no, they're falling. Oh, they're hitting the God. This is horrible. <laughs> oh, the humanity. All the humanity. He was on the scene, though, and he reported it as he saw it. <laughs> Have you heard the term plausible deniability? That, you know, if you're caught in a lie, you just deny it and you do it in a plausible way and people start thinking it's the truth. Right. It's really a scary place where we are in today's world. But, you know, where do you find the truth? Speaking of of scary, when people aren't finding absolute truth, they're finding their own truth. And that's dangerous, you know, uh, or they, they, they find it in. Uh, one of a variety of places, ancient philosophy, new age thinking, um, various religions. There's no measuring stick. And interestingly enough, Brian, you worked with me on a documentary that I produced many years ago. Hmm. And we went to these festivals. And do you remember that there was almost every Far Eastern religion, any kind of religion you could imagine, except biblical Christianity? Because they said, no, Christianity is too closed-minded. They say that they have the truth. Right. That is the truth, what you just said. And it was amazing from the different people we came across that, that, that thought they knew the truth. I mean, just for yeah. example, there was a, there was a, a breatharium there. Yeah. Yes, the breatharium. And this guy, the guy did nothing but eat air. Although he got caught eating a salami or something coming out of a you know a delicatessen <laughs> there, but, so but, but we had him convinced that that Dan, oh God, what did we say you were Dan? We said that Greece you were, Oh yeah, Greece area. He said he only ate grease, and this guy had these this barbell set up so that he would lift it off on his shoulders and do a squat, or or if he could do that, he was a really thin little guy. So Dan kept going up there and adding more weight and more weight and more weight, and he's going, "How can you do that?" And he goes, "I'm a grease area. I only eat grease." <laughs> And these people were buying it. That's just how, you know, they're, they're expanding their minds. And Brian and Paul are going, Greece for peace. Greece, Greece for, for peace. peace, yeah. And, and this, this, one, this one girl comes up to Dan and I, and she's dressed like, I don't know, got this flowing gown on and that. And she's going, how are you guys doing? And we go, great. She goes, you don't remember me, do you? And we said, no. She goes, we're what, says, I know you back in another life. We're going, oh, yeah, okay. It was like and Civil said, War or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> what booth are you from? She goes, right over there. We're friends from Venus. <laughs> 
<laughs> what country was this? Where were you? Who was San this Francisco? San Francisco? And you can still go to San Francisco and say, what country are we in? That's a trend. You know, it is crazy, and we joke a lot, but, you know, you know truth when you find it. Right. And Mohammed said, I don't know the purpose of life. Buddha said, seek for the truth. Confucius said, I'm not the way. But we know what Jesus said. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. And you just know it when you find the truth. You see, so all the other religions of the world are going one way, saying, oh, everybody's ultimately praying to the same God or going the same place. And Christianity says, no, there's only one God, and his name was Jesus Christ. He came to earth to die for us. And I remember in college having to read world religions and study the religions of the world. And when I read some of these other uh, books of the different religions, it felt like fantasy and fairy tale. But from the first time I read the Bible as a young child, it just resonates truth. Yeah. And it's just like the dollar bill. We know all the counterfeits that are out there, and we know the real dollar bill. And you guys know, we've all heard the story, how when it comes time to train the bank tellers, they don't try to get them to look at all the different counterfeits. They just get them to get a feel and know what the real thing feels like, and then... Hmm. everything else is going to be a counterfeit. That's good. And that's the way it has to be with truth and with Christ. Yeah. You were a bank teller at one time, weren't you? I did a little bit, yeah. I mean, that is true. When you when you handle the real thing, you know when a counterfeit comes along. Mm -hmm. And the psalmist, let's see, in Psalm 119, 42, we read, For I trust in your word. Trust you know, when we talk about truth, trust has to be considered, too. Who do you trust mm -hmm. to tell you the truth? What source do you trust for the truth? And, you know, we, we believe in the Bible. You know, but, Brian, um, mm -hmm. some truth is not subjective. Some people say, oh, truth is subjective. It's up nope. to uh, truth is objective all the way, but Satan wants to pervert it. You know, he's always like... Jesus is uh, coming back on a white horse. Well, you know, they're, they're gonna, the Antichrist is going to take a white horse and ride up to the temple. I mean, he's trying to pervert everything that is good. And in Genesis 2.17, when it talks about God talking to Adam and Eve, and he told them that they would die. They would die. It's actually over in um, Genesis 2.17. But you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. And he was they were told that. But Satan comes along in the form of a serpent, and he tells Eve in Genesis 3, 4, and 5, you'll not certainly die. The serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open, and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. So he perverted the truth there for him and caused them to sin, caused them to fall. But that's what he does. He takes the truth, and he perverts it so that to use for his good, which is of darkness and not of light. And that's what we find Satan doing. And we have to be aware of that and know that he is the prince of darkness and he wants to pervert the truth and take you away from the light. You know, Terry, when I was working on that documentary, uh, I realized that Satan's lie never changed because so many of these new age religions, their goal was to become like God, to become a God. And that's always what Satan said. You'll be as God. But it was a little G. Yeah. 
Yeah. Always been the mm-hmm. same way. You know, I was reading an article the other day, and this was an interesting statistic. It may be a good spot to share this, but there was a national survey done that found that 62% of Americans claim to be deeply spiritual. Mm. Now, then a follow up question was asked how that spirituality affected their decision making. Only 16 percent made their moral choices based on what God's word says. Hmm. You know, everybody has a filter as to their worldview. And and Satan, as we're just talking, come in and distorts and taints that so much that even Christians today are allowing the things of the world to create their worldview. Right. And that's how we make our decisions. We have this little database in our head with everything that we've learned through God and others and evil and good. And all this is in our head. And what comes out in the decision making is because of that worldview and not because of the word, the word of God. So it's it's a sad, a sad commentation. And two, we're talking about how Satan perverts the truth. In 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, it says, And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So he's basically, he's just capitalizing on our love for the light in order to deceive us. So what we think is right, he's, he's putting in our way to deceive us, that is wrong. That's why we have to know the Word, why we have to be in the Word, and why we have to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong and the truth. And fortunately, God's Word is truth. Right. And John talks about it a lot. John uh, fourteen six says, and this is the greatest verse we could ever use, Jesus said to them, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Mm-hmm. He is the only truth. And then a couple chapters down in John sixteen thirteen, it says, when the spirit of truth comes, he'll guide you into all truth. So the Bible tells us Jesus is truth, the Holy Spirit's truth. So God sent the Holy Spirit to be with us after Jesus left, and the Spirit is truth. And that's where our truth comes from, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so many uh, induction ceremonies or swearing-in ceremonies, I think of the President of the United States and the Chief Justice, they always swear on the Bible. And I pray that they keep using the Bible because it is the truth. Yeah. Uh, and, and God made a promise to Abraham. We read about it in Hebrews 6.13. I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, when God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself. God swore on his own word because no one was greater than that. Mm. That shows that he was the ultimate truth. And, you know, we read about that throughout the Bible and, and people will uh, bow down to him. It says in the Bible, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. No matter what they think, there will come a day when it will show us that God's word is true. His way is true. His plans are true. It's his son. And it's so critical to make sure you're going to the right place for the truth. And the right place is God's word. And it also says, Dan, in Psalm 19, 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, 
refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. Mm, so good. You feel the power in, in, in the Word of God. And, you know, it, it says that the, the Word of God is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's a lie. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I come back to it. It's just so sad to me the way that truth has been distorted and the the whole world in essence is missing the truth and we talk about it as we read these scriptures and and we feel them in our heart and we we feel with all solidity that it's truth and you still have all these even christians that can't grasp it that still get so influenced by the world and by Satan. And I guess I would just want to encourage each of our listeners today to sit and evaluate that, sit and think about the truth that we're trying to get ingrained into their spirit. And maybe to sit and think, okay, what is my worldview? Where do my thoughts come from? How much do I listen to other people? How much am I believing the belief structure I have based on what other people say and not what God says? That's where the rubber hits the road. Maybe you're listening and you're thinking, man, I don't know who to believe. I don't know uh, if I should believe these guys. So we're not asking you to believe us. We're asking you to look into the Bible. Yeah. Because I believe when you read it, you will know you found the truth. It resonates with you. It, you know, I remember when I was nine years old reading the Bible and just going, this is the truth. I just knew it right away. You know it when you find it. And it says in Psalm 119, verse 89, your word, O Lord, is eternal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It stands firm in the heavens. And there's a verse that says, you know, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Dan, I ran across a couple others. And, and of course, David, he had some incredible psalms right along these lines. And and in Psalms 118.8, it says, It's better to take refuge in the Lord than to Hmm. trust in man. He's telling us, if you trust in man, if you listen to what they have to say, you're in serious trouble. And then he made this prayer that I thought was great in Psalm 86, 11, teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. David's Mm. goal in life as the king of Israel was to walk Mm -hmm. in truth, and he knew it would only happen through God. And what you're saying to you, it's interesting, because when I first went to school, my first uh, week there, getting all set up in my room and that, and my parents were going to drop me off, and they went to leave, and my mom said, I want to tell you one thing. If you never remember anything, remember this. She goes, you're going to run into a lot of people here and a lot of professors in that. And you're going to think that, you know, they know a lot. She goes, but do not put your faith in them. There's only one truth, and that is Jesus. She goes, only put your faith in Jesus, not in man. And that's yeah. what the Bible tells us right there. And it's just, I'll never forget it. She says, don't ever forget it. And I never will. Great yeah. wisdom at a young age. Mm-hmm. Sure was. You know, my mom used to have one of those little, it was. It, it looked like a loaf of bread, and they had yeah. promises in there, daily promises. Yeah. Did you? And she would always pray for us, and she would pull a promise, and then she'd give it to us, and she'd write the date, 
and our name on it. And my goodness, it was amazing how appropriate they always were mm-hmm. for, for each of us, my sisters and I. And I still, I've kept some of those over the years. So I, I thought that was a great, we talked about Brian's mom giving him that wisdom. And my mom was always, mm-hmm. always going to the word of God for wisdom, for decisions. And every day praying for us and as she was praying for us, asking God to give her the right portion of scripture, the right verse. I'm so thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Now, Terry, I know you had a different situation. Your dad worked for the government, right? Yeah, I can't really go into a lot of detail on that. Yeah, it's kind of top secret. Yeah, yeah. But he, he supposedly was worked at the post office. Yeah, yeah right. that, that's the cover story. That's uh, <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. My dad worked at the post office. Oh, okay. he, so that's a cover story too? <laughs> My dad was a dentist. I don't know if that was a cover story, but he was kind of down in the mouth over it. So. <laughs> oh, that was real bad. But yeah, I always said it was like pulling teeth when he went to work. It was <laughs> oh, man. I think- okay, let's get Let's get back. Our producer, John Matarazzo, is shaking his head going, what have I gotten into? Yeah, we better, we better bring this to a close, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, God uh, uses so many things. I think that as we go on in life, if, if you are a Christian and you follow God's work, you look back and you realize that your different experiences and your life you realize that it never disproved anything in the word. It, the word always came through in each and every situation. And where we get in trouble is when we get into our own wisdom. And I, I, mm-hmm. I've seen it. Friends of mine, we were raised the same way in the same church, and they're reading all the cool books and all the cool philosophies. They read everything except the Bible, and that you can get in big trouble. Yeah, because reading man's truth, not God's truth. It's amazing how many Christians do not daily read the word. And if you're if you're not daily putting that word into your spirit and into your mind, then look how many hours of the day you're putting the world into your mind. And mm-hmm. that's what's going to come out, unfortunately. So we need to I think it's been great for this podcast that we kind of ring the bell a little bit and kind of try to wake people up to what truth is. Truth is found in God and in the Word right. of God. And that's the old saying was with, when you first started using computers, garbage in, garbage out. And that's really what happens when you're just listening to anything out there that isn't from the Word, isn't from the truth. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to us and in, in, in you're wondering, you know, can I know God personally and can I know His truth and does He care about me? I want to leave you with this verse, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. He says, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. So as we finish strong, we need to realize there is a, 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 an ultimate measurement for truth, a yardstick for life, if you will. And it's God's word. It's never been proven wrong. And you know what's amazing, guys? Governments and movements over the the all of time have tried to destroy the word of God. They've tried to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. They tried to burn every Bible. 
And yet we still have the word here. Thank God in America, we can still read it. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's right. We have to pray that we can, can continue to do that. So we uh, so appreciate you listening to us. We try to cover topics that are timely. Boy, this is timely. Isn't it, guys? Truth. It's so hard to find. And I think people are more confused than ever. They just don't know who to believe. Well, now more than other people need to be on their knees. They really need to be seeking. And the people that'll seek, they'll find. The Bible tells us that. It tells us to knock. You know, it tells us to seek. We'll find. And people, if they, if they will try that, just try it if you have it. Just asking God to show them the truth, to open their eyes, to, to show them what is real. And God is real. And he, and he becomes real in your life when you accept him. And if they will just ask, they'll receive. Yeah. Well, John Matarazzo, our producer, I know you want to tell people about uh, where they can find the podcast, how they can rate it. And uh, I hope something we said resonated with you. I always like to check in with you. Oh, yeah. Um, I, in regarding of finding the podcast, if you're listening to this right now, we want to make sure that you sign up for the email newsletter so that you don't miss an episode because sometimes things kind of get lost in the shuffle. But if you sign up, if you go to ffaith.org and sign up for the email, then you'll get updated every single time right to your mailbox, right to your email box. And you can just click the link right there and that'll take you right to the very next episode. We want to make sure that we get that to you. So make sure that you sign up for that. And that way we can stay in touch no matter what happens with social media. If, if, ever, if anybody ever tries to, to cancel or because we're speaking about the truth and they, they don't like that and they try to suppress us, this is one way that we can make sure to stay in touch with you at all times. So also make sure to rate and review this podcast uh, wherever you're listening, definitely on Apple Podcasts. That help, that'll help more people find the truth by listening to Finish Strong. Well, for John Matarazzo, Brian Rowland, Terry Steen, I'm Dan Wheeler. We thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And Jesus Christ is that truth. God bless you, and we'll see you for our next episode of Finish Strong. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.